Welcome to Pivot Point. I'm Nathan. And I'm Chris. The podcast where two friends work their way through Tony Robbins' self-help book, Awaken the Giant Within, where every week we talk about how we intend to create lasting change, working our way through the book one chapter a week. We are using this journey as our pivot point to take immediate control of our mental, emotional, physical, and financial destinies. This week, in chapter one, we cover the three keys to lasting change, raising your standards, change your limiting beliefs, and change your strategy. Let's get to it. All right, man. Well, this is ep one, so, of uh, our first gig ever. Yeah. I think I think we've worked on uh, three different podcasts and never recorded <laughs> an episode. We have lots of outlines. So, the book. <laughs> yeah. So, more like a manifesto, I think. This thing is... Pretty thick. So what did you think of the first chapter? Since we're, we're going to go over the first chapter, what did you think of the first chapter just overall? Like what, what about, uh, yeah, just initial impressions like after you finished reading it? So um, <laughs> I'll be honest, the first probably, what, two pages in, I was immediately like, nope, not going to do this. Um uh, because as soon as people talk about, and I get it, this book was written in, what, like, 99? So, like, ADD was, like, a huge thing. Ritalin was, like, a huge thing. As soon as people talk about, like, curing actual psychological diseases with self-help books, I get pretty sketchy and leery right. of what they're saying. Yeah. yeah. So I just had to, like, turn that off and just and just read it. You know, I had to go into my like 100% belief zone where I'm just going to buy everything this guy says, no matter what. Because the cynic in me was like, nah, there's no way. <laughs> Not buying it. And I guess that's what we're, that's what we're trying to do too. Because I, I, I had the pro- same problem where I read certain things. Like I tell you what, a cuff screwed it up for me. Because uh, there were a couple things in here that I was like, oh man, like he mentions this quite a bit in his gig. And it's like in the in the book finish, so it's really can like it's hard to drink the Kool Aid. Yes, it is. Per se. Yeah, very hard. But overall, I mean, once I got through that that first couple of pages, I mean, it it was essentially a sales pitch, right? The first couple, first couple pages. Yeah. Um, Most intros are. Yeah. I mean, I already bought the book. You don't need to sell me, you know. But whatever. He, uh, so that does, I mean, we're kind of jumping ahead, but he talks about uh, how only 10% will read the first chapter. So how many percentage actually finish the book and how many percentage actually do everything? Oh. Because that's the first thing I thought of. I was like, okay, so I've read the first chapter. I've read the first chapter in many books and then done the same thing, like put it down. But what do we, like to finish this goal of doing, you know, one chapter a week, what is that, 26 chapters I think it has? Yeah. It's like, what's going to get us to the next point? And that was the going back to the drinking the Kool-Aid and, and figuring it out. Yeah. I mean, this obviously works, right? Tons of people have gone through this stuff and seen dramatic changes. So, just... Right. Just, and he mentioned, uh, so in that second page, the one you were talking about, or the second page of the thing, I think it's page 20 overall, 
but this the, like all the different things he's going to talk about and it I, it's a sales pitch so I get it like it's it's trying to get me to read the rest of the book which we're going to do anyways but those things like state management success conditioning personal rules like all of them intrigued me like I was like okay okay I'll, I'm gonna give these a try I'll give them a try yeah uh after on my third or fourth week talking about how I was going to PT in the morning or, or do some sort of physical fitness every morning. Uh, I did it twice, by the way. That's so that's where <laughs> something. <laughs> that's where I was like, okay, I got to do something. So if I got to do this for 26 weeks and, and pull something out of it, then you got to do something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said, once I got through the sales pitch and we started talking about he gets a, that first big header, how to create lasting change. I was I was on board because I, I'm like you. I, I'll do something for a week or two. That's easy. I can I can do anything for a week or two. Making a permanent change, uh, not so much. Right. So. Yeah. So it is on. It's on the. It's in the middle of the book, but it talks about how 10% of people buy the book. Uh, who buy the book read past the first chapter. But uh, after that, he talks about how, uh, you know, meeting the challenge and he actually gives a, a physical challenge of saying like, hey, I, I challenge you to, to do whatever it takes to read this book in its entirety. So I guess that's what we're here to do. Read this book in its entirety and complete the challenge. Yeah, we can do that. I mean, as awkward as it is to talk about it, like it's, it's kind of funny to think like, Oh yeah, that's that's all we're doing here is, is doing that. But. Yeah. Was there uh, was there anything in it that like already like right away stuck out to you that like I I don't know I I wrote down a quote that he had in the in the first chapter and it just said uh, grab hold of the things you think are useful put them into action immediately which is like for a self help guy to to say like not all of this is going to be for you, but take the things that work and, and implement them. I, right. I'd say that's pretty big. Cause I'll... so I rewatched the first part of, I am not your guru last night. Oh, okay. Uh, I didn't get through all of it cause it, uh, it was, it was late when I started it, but it made me think of that. Cause he even talks about that with his crew. Like, Hey, we're not here to do like, there's some people in here that shouldn't listen to certain things. Uh, and then he talked about it in, a, in that last episode of his podcast, like, hey, we're not, uh, you know, when I'm talking to this person, don't everybody listen and think, oh, I have problems with my dad as well. Uh, so, yeah, I, I like that. Like, just take what you want and move on. But I, I always find myself trying to, like, sidestep the reading. So I would, like, read a paragraph or two, and then I would look for, like, something to write down or something to like, oh, yeah, I, I do that already. Like, I was always sidestepping. Every time I would read something that, like, I should be doing, I would sidestep it and go like, oh, that's cool. I'll write it down. <laughs> Which is what got me here. Yeah. I have a lot of things written down. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. So... Did you you said you got a bunch of notes on it, like a couple of pages? Yeah, I got I, I got, got about a full uh, page, I'd say. Four pages in a field note size book. Yeah, that's probably a little more than I have, but I wrote down some of the questions that 
that he had asked that I was trying to think about. Uh, I was trying to think about during a run, but I got distracted. We'll we'll get into that too. But uh, there's three questions that really stood out to me. How can I take immediate control of my life? What can I do today that can make a difference that could help me and others to shape our destinies? How can I expand, low, learn, grow, and share that knowledge with others in a meaningful and enjoyable way? Those three questions kind of hit pretty hard because uh, this last this last week we had a big company meeting and there were a lot of conversations about our company does a lot of like humanitarian giving and there were a lot of questions about you know what are what are we here for if we're not giving giving back and uh, and f- well, that's finding cool. your true purpose. Um, yeah. The uh, one of the guys that got up there, he he said something that uh, really kind of stuck out, and he said we start with the assumption that every human is capable of greatness, and I think that goes uh, along really well with the first chapter of this book, um, because it's pretty clear that that he believes, and and a big portion of the book is is about finding your purpose and your destiny and achieving greatness. So it was kind of cool that those things lined up. So did you do the exercise where he says, like, list out the things that you no longer will tolerate or no longer will accept? And then on the flip side, the stuff that you aspire to become? So I wrote them down. I didn't do them. I thought it would be, uh, like, did you do them? I did it. I did it. Oh, It's a lot harder than what you think. Because when you're talking about things you'll no longer tolerate, like for me, like when I, I started writing stuff down, you actually start rewriting the same thing just a different way. Yeah. So for me, it was like a lot of, uh, uh, well, I'll just, I'll just read through, I guess, a couple of them here. But it was like, uh, well, so this is the not tolerate, no longer will accept. So I put lack of money and savings, not taking action on ideas, being vulnerable. And then, you know, I skipped down a couple. Of the, like I said, it, it ends up being those three, no matter what. So like sweat the small time decisions relying on a, a social media as an interaction rather than personal interactions. Like both of those are just being vulnerable or not taking action. Like that's, it was kind of interesting because as you're writing them out, you're like, I, I did not like, it's just a couple core problems. Yeah. Huh. I didn't. Yeah. I'll have to list my stuff out and talk about it on next week's episode because I, I wrote it down as a note and then I never went back and did it. Yeah, it does seem like it'd be I a really just, hard thing because once you put it on paper, <laughs> we've talked about this like a thousand times. But then there's some like there's some accountability there, like saying you'll yeah. So like seriously, like when I was writing, I was like, oh man, like I have to do something about this. Like uh, same with working out, you know, or or anything like that. Is you you start writing out? Oh, I've made plans for everything, but I've never really done it. Or, or very done very little of it. So, and the same with aspiring to things to become. They were just really counter actions to the stuff that were you won't tolerate anymore. So, it just ends up being like a, a everything laid out. I, I guess that's what I'm trying to say. It's kind of interesting to to read through them uh, now a couple of days after I wrote them. And honestly, I I don't want to read some of them. because then i would be required to do something about them yeah because he words it in a very like binary way you know a lot of a lot of the self-help stuff that i've consumed is you know you're going to try to do things less 
and he's very direct about you know saying you'll no longer accept it means zero like i'm not going to do this thing ever again which is different than right oh i'm going to drink less beer or i'm going to run more often it's right it's intimidating like yeah. i'll be honest and that's like with the raising your standards like that's where i think it's it's kind of moving into where it's, he's talking about, you know, what won't you accept? Because if you're not going to accept that, then you then you won't do it. Like, uh, yeah, you have to raise your standards to what you won't accept, rather than, I don't know, raising your standards just to say like, oh, I won't do that, and then you do it the next day. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> I had some more stuff on that, and I can't find it on my notebook, but yeah. Oh, that's what, that's what I was going to say. So, uh, pretty amazing day in the in the PGA world today. So, Tiger won his 80th PGA victory. I don't know if you saw that. Oh, I watched all day. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but one of the guys at the end, uh, one of the commentators after the, the ceremony, he brought up and said, you know, make your weaknesses your strengths. And I, and I was really tied into, like, what all, this is all about, you know. It's... Those things you will no longer accept. Make those your strengths. So it's a lot easier to talk about it, but it's uh, I'm interested to see this next week into EP2 and to see how we both feel, uh, not only reading, but also taking some of this stuff and doing it. Yeah, definitely. And then the five areas of life that he talks about, like uh, they seem – pretty normal. I mean, that's like uh, the emotional, physical relationship, financial and time. Uh, I thought of hours and hours of conversation we've had about literally all five. So yeah. that was kind of interesting. Like which ones, which, uh, of the five, what are you, what are you most interested to hear the material on? Oh man, that's a good one. Cause it, I would say more like financial and time, like, but that's what I want to say because that's the easiest one to be like, oh yeah, like those are hard numbers. I can say, you know, with the new tracking on iOS 12, like I can say how much, you know, cause that's a new feature on a phone. I don't know if you Android people have that, but I can track what <laughs> yeah, I Yeah, we've had it since like day one, so. <laughs> so, so I, tracking that is really eye opening. And so, uh. But really, I would say emotional and physical and then financial. Those three, like, in order, I'm pretty interested in. Like, because I think a lot of the lack of action comes from the emotions. And a lot of the, I don't know how he says it uh, on all of his materials, but it's basically like the core of why you make and how you make your decisions. And figuring out what that is and then moving on from there. Yeah. So I'm really interested to see that because in that movie, in the documentary, I am not your guru. He talks a lot about like finding that little piece and then figuring it out. So they only show clippets in there of how he does that. So I'm interested to see that. Yeah, definitely. What about you? Uh, uh, emotional is the, yeah. Number one for me. I, and it's probably why it's first because that's a huge barrier to like overcome to solve any of your other problems. And five time uh, I, i'm really curious to see what his ideas are time management's always been I, professionally i don't have a problem with it i'm really good at prioritizing and, and accomplishing things but 
personally, uh, I'm not great at that. I'm not great at managing my time or figuring out what things are best to spend my time on. So I'm curious to hear that, that content. It's funny you say that because, yeah, at work, like, for the most part, I can be like, oh, I should be doing this. And, uh, I, and, then, I, and then I just do it. Where, the, like, home, it's like, ah, I should be down on the floor playing Legos. And then I'm, I just keep scrolling through Twitter. <laughs> like, it's things like that. Like, you're like, why, why am I doing this? So, Which is exactly what his step three, change your strategy. Is it's, he says, in life, lots of people know what to do, but few people actually do what they know which is dead on for both what exactly what we just said. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and that was the, the last part in the, in the, like almost the second to last page of the chapter, uh, when he talks about how he wrote it as an action guide and a textbook for increasing the quality of life and the amount of enjoyment. Like I, I'm interested in that cause it's not a, um, it's not like Gary Bishop's book or John Acosta. Like they're not like, oh hey, like do you know kind of follow my story and then you you can you can grab some of the principles. This is actually like a workbook. Yeah. Yeah, should be good. I enjoyed both of their books, but it's just interesting to see how this will be different. Like yeah. that putting into action immediately though, it has come up quite a bit. <laughs> yeah. So is there anything you did this week that was like, oh, since I've read this, I'm going to go ahead and do it now. It's funny you said playing on the, playing Legos on the floor because that was one of the things, like being more present when my kids are up and awake. And like, because, you know, my, even with the with my new job, I do I, I have more time with them, but it's it's still limited. And right. being present oh, yeah. with them is something that I've I, I've wanted to do for a long time. And. I was like, why am I waiting until I get to chapter 14 in this book? And so I made a real conscious effort every night this week to like do something with them every single night. So I noticed the difference in, uh, cause I was doing the same, uh, but I noticed the difference in the, I, I wouldn't say I was doing the exact same, but I was trying to be more cognizant, especially after I can see it on my phone, like how much, like everything I was using. So when you look at your phone at the end of the day, it's like, hey, you spent two and a half hours on your phone. And you're thinking like, okay, I was awake for 14 hours or 16 hours, whatever it might be. Like, holy shit, that's a lot of time. Like, I just blew a lot of time. Like, what could I have been doing? So I noticed our, what I was getting to was our text messages back and forth, like significantly dropped this last like three days it was kind of interesting to watch yeah because it was almost like a at one point i was like oh we're on like a moratorium of talking so that we don't ruin this podcast <laughs> like yeah there were several times like i was like oh man this is this is exactly what i just read and i was no no no, i'll save it and then i didn't write it down and so now it's not there oh man but i so it, go ahead i read it twice and so the first time I read it, I, I made a bunch of notes. And then the second time I read it, I didn't read it. Like I kept skimming over because I was like, oh, I already wrote that down. Oh, I... So this next chapter, my goal is to like read the chapter 
and then go back and write notes. Because like I said, I tried to sidestep everything. Like if it was like, oh, put action into place, I'd be like, oh, okay. And I'd put the book down like, oh, I'm going to go work out now. <laughs> it's like, no, 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 that's not what he's talking about. Yeah. Like, yeah. So it's, yeah, it's like a balance of doing that. And then uh, is this all you're going to read? Like while we're doing this? Probably not. I, I mean, I, no, because I've, I've already started another book. I, I mean, it's just kind of a fun read. It's a Tina Fey's book, Bossy Pants, just as something oh, entertaining. Yeah, I've seen that on, on Hoopla and, uh, or something like that. And I don't think that it's going to be enough material to keep my reading time filled. So I don't know. I'll probably read a couple other uh, books at the same time. I really want to get something on Zen Buddhism knocked out at some point soon. But you say Zen? Yeah, Zen Zen Buddhism. So yeah, I just I just thought it was funny that you wanted to like hurry up and knock out some Zen <laughs> real quick. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's a little good. ironic. I just hurry up and really pack that in my schedule. Yeah. Oh, so speaking of Buddhism. Um, we had had a conversation earlier where I told you I had heard something in a podcast that, uh, I found relevant and you said you knew what it was. Oh yeah. I want to see if I was right. Yeah. All right. So what, it, what would you, what did you think it was? So uh, it had to do with something about like your, the, the core of your behavior. Uh, and I, I tried to remember it afterwards and, it, and I didn't listen to the rest of the podcast. So. But it had to do with something like your instincts or core behavior being like basically already decided before you do it. Was that it, or was that close? No. I might. Be it's off. interesting that like we both listened to that same thirty-minute section of that podcast and got complete because that's actually super relevant as well. Because he we and we haven't talked about his step two, but changing your limiting beliefs. Because he talks about how our beliefs are unquestioned commands and, like. So essentially, like, you're going to do what you believe no matter what. So it's interesting. I didn't even, I didn't even catch that part. Oh. <laughs> no, for me. So what'd you catch? So he was talking about, uh, he was talking about the lotus flower uh, in the podcast and how the lotus flower, like, uh, just sucks up mud forever. That's where we stopped listening. Was it? And so, yeah, that's so on my way home from that wedding reception, that's where I hit pause was when he said the lotus flower sits on top of the mud. Yeah. So that's funny. That's so what's he say? So he talks about how the lotus flower <laughs> sits on the mud, just sucking up nutrients over and over day after day. And mother nature keeps telling it, just keep sucking up nutrients, just keep absorbing. And then one day the lotus flower pops open and it reminded me of something that he had said in, I am not your guru. And I was trying to find the exact quote, but um, this is one I found online that is almost identical. He says, our culture teaches us that making significant changes takes a long time and is difficult to do. This is simply not true. Change happens in an instant. It is not a process. It is something you do in an instant by simply making a decision. And so I was really thinking about that, that metaphor with the lotus flower, how the lotus flower just sits there like eating and consuming. And then one day it decides it's time to open. And how that's a lot like what we're doing right now. You know, we've been consuming material like this for a long time. Thousands of hours. <laughs> lot, books, lots of pages. it. <laughs> and we're even doing it now, but right. taking it and grabbing hold of the things that we can apply immediately, those changes are going to happen instantly. And it's not a, 
it's not a thing where we have to wait until the end of the book. We're going to, we're going to grab those things and, and just act on them immediately. So it was just kind of interesting that that, I heard that quote, that story and it sort of tied into this. Oh no, I wish I'd heard it. I'm going to have to listen to it. You should listen to yeah, it anyway, because exactly right. it's yeah. pretty awesome. I guess we should talk about what it is in case somebody ever listens to this. It's uh, right. yeah. <laughs> Pete Holmes' yeah. podcast. He interviews a, a, a traditional South African shaman, a faith healer or natural healer. Uh, his name is John Lockley. Uh, really interesting conversation about... South African shamans. I said shamans we can link to it, but it was. Uh, I was going to say what episode it was, but he doesn't. He doesn't give his episode numbers, does he? I don't know. It's just the date. Yeah. So it would have been Tuesday. I don't know what day that was, but September nineteenth. John Lockley is what it's titled. But like every episode of yeah. Pete Holmes, it's it was a very interesting conversation. So. so how much of that, like when, when it says like the, you take action now, like, or when you were reading this, how many times did you, since you had watched the, the documentary recently as well, or listened to his podcast or any of his stuff, like how many times did you hear him talking? Like I, that's the whole time I was reading it. I, I just heard him talking like, yeah. And then it, sometimes when I would like hear it, I was, I would, like I said, I would jump out of the material and be like, ah, that's snake oil stuff. Like, <laughs> and then like it would click in my head like no nah, dude like you need to do something yeah yeah it was a lot and it's that's a really hard thing for me to overcome is is getting past the i guess the stigma of self-help stuff i, I don't know how else to phrase it this right. the, the snake oil salesman stuff and i th- i even i think i remember in the i am not your guru he talks about something like that and it, i don't know it's 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 going to be tough. It was hard just in the first chapter, and there's very there's not a lot of meat there yet. So, so it's funny that I think that like Tony Robbins, like oh snake oil or whatever. Like I I don't want to sound like super negative about him, but like that's the first thing that comes to your mind. Like anybody that sees his stuff, they'll be like, oh yeah, that's that guy. But uh, my book that I'm reading right now, along with this one, because I I can't just read this one. And I tried to stay away from like a self-help, but I went through all my books and one that I've been wanting to read for a while is uh, Dale Carnegie's Quick and Easy Way to Effective Speaking. Oh. And it's not necessarily my idea to like speak in front of people. It's more to like start talking to more people and being vulnerable and walking up to people and just meeting them. And like his stuff, like, I mean, he's created this huge platform, same as Tony Robbins, but, uh, since 1912 and it's kind of crazy to think like it's the same principles yeah that it's not stink oil if it works for well over 100 years like yeah and that's the I mean, key don't to all of it necessarily but right if it works like who cares you know who cares how it sounds or what people think about the person like it's clearly doing something right Right. Yeah. It's, uh, and it all goes back to like us doing this as well. Like this is our, I guess this is our, as we, as we're going to call it, this is our pivot point. This is us like saying, Hey, we're going to, we're going to take these and make instant change. And even if it's just you and I talking for 26 weeks and reading this book, like 
whatever. Change, change number one is us actually recording a podcast. Right. Something we've talked yeah. about doing for three or four years now. Oh, yeah. And something I've thought about since they existed. <laughs> so since I had my first eye touch uh, and listened to them on there. So I think we covered it all. We got the three change steps. Is there anything else you got? No. I got the three change steps, the five areas of life. Um, some mentionings of what's to come. No, I don't have anything else. Got? Anything else? I'm not even sure how to close something like this out. Like, I guess we could talk about like what our goal is for next week. Well, I was. Next I thought. Chapter is, I thought uh, we would just do a prayer. <laughs> <laughs> that would be that would be good. Um, for for you, I'll go ahead and end the call real quick. <laughs> no, uh, next week we'll do chapter two. Um, that's the decisions, the pathway to power. So that's also going to be somewhat challenging, I think. Like. Uh, he talked about it a little bit in chapter one, you know, major and the minor things. Or some people major in minor things. Yeah. So, you know, building those decisions up more than what they really need to be. Looks like it's going to be a classic 20-some pages. So, yeah. let's see what we can do. Do you have any goals this week of things you want to put into action right away? Um... No, the uh, the big one from last week. Uh, just continuing on being present with the kids. That's that's been something I'm working on. Um, I'd like to be more consistent with my my workouts, um, but I don't know. That'll all change after Saturday. Those are gonna be a whole new plan. So. Oh, you got a new plan starting? Well, yeah, yeah. After the half marathon, I'm gonna I'm gonna do something different. Oh, yeah. So. We'll just leave that out of this podcast, and then we'll be okay. Yeah. The the half marathon? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want anybody to think I actually accomplished something before the book, so. Yeah, yeah. It would look really crappy on an infomercial. <laughs> yeah. I got to start doing something uh, physically and, and mentally. So the physical part of working out and then also getting back into, like, meditating at least three or four times a week like it should be every day but i gotta start doing that i did start personal uh doing a journal this week and i was about 60 percent successful on that so hey that's i'm gonna try to continue doing that it's a it's really weird it's not fun (laughs) but it's also kind of fun like it's one of those like you're awkwardly having fun it's funny that so. Yeah, it's funny that I don't do it because I preach it to everybody. Oh yeah, you should be journaling. Every time my wife like tells me a story about how she's like uncomfortable talking to people in public, I was like, oh, you should journal. That'll help you get your your right. thoughts in order. I don't do it, so. Yeah. But I'm a right. I'm a huge proponent of it. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a sense of vulnerability because you're writing it down and then later on you 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 like like I wonder if somebody else is picking it up. Like, who's going to pick this up, like, at some point? Uh, but yeah. either way, it's a lot of fun. I have fun doing it. I think it's a it's a good start to that part. And then the physical part of working out, I got to do. So. All right, cool. Are we going to do... Uh, chapter one. 
We're gonna do some voice notes do it through the week if we catch if we think about things. Drop those into next week's yes. episode. I think that would be a lot of fun uh, to kind of do some sort of yeah. Because I'll I'll be probably reading chapter two tomorrow a little bit, and so yeah, it would be kind of fun to do some voice notes during the week. Yeah. Get those out there. Just some like immediate reactions. Oh yeah. Instead of like, instead of it being filtered through, you know, a week of thought and writing it down and just the immediate like visceral reaction to, to something would be interesting to hear. Oh yeah. That sounds good to me. Okay, cool. Well, all right. Well, let's close this chapter right on until next week. See ya. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. If you would like to join in on the conversation on Twitter, be sure to follow at Pivoting Podcast. Have a great week.